Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the Professional Black Woman Association. You can visit our new site at www.thepbwa.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold. First, we want to inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, we want to edify, promote, acknowledge, or just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., on the Blog Talk Network Worldwide. Today is Monday, May 17th. Got to give a shout-out to my baby sister. She would not like me to call her baby anymore, but it is her birthday, so we want to say happy birthday to you. Also, I hope that you are excited about your future as I am because I'm telling you it is very bright. You know, we are here every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so spread the good news. Now, before we go any further, you know what we must say. We started at the first of the year. All of our listeners worldwide, I want you to follow after me and say, here's to 2010, the best year ever. That's right. We believe it. We know it, we're standing on it. Even if you feel like it's, it's like, am I going to have to wait to uh, December 31st to see that this is the best year ever? We are declaring it from this moment on. Yes, it is. Now, I just got a question for you because we know it's a lot of stuff in the news. They're talking about you know the economy and what's happening. We've we've experienced it. A lot of us know family members have lived it ourselves. But I want to know: Are you currently right now looking for an investor for your business? Do you know someone that's looking for funds for their nonprofit? Do you kind of get the feeling that there's no money left? Well, I want you to think again. This is why we do Wealthy Sisters, and we only bring you the best, because this episode is for you. I want you to tune in closely. Dial 347-838-9278. Have your friends text them, call them, because our special guest today, when I spoke with her several weeks ago, maybe it was about a month and a half ago, and she shared with me that in the past year, she's nearly raised a million dollars for her business, her new company. And I said, oh, you have got to come on the show and share with our listening audience audience, how you did that, and what you're doing. She's a phenomenal woman. So like I said, call everyone, text everyone right now. Tell them to dial 347-838-9278. Our special guest today is entrepreneur, Ms. Kim Thrower. And we also want you to know that you can visit us on the web. You can tune in, yes, there. And you can catch all of our episodes. They are archived at www.wealthysisters, that's S-I-S. Wealthy Sisters, excuse me, Wealthy Sisters, S-I-S-T-A-S 
com. Catch us there. You can also find us on Twitter on the Wealthy Sisters, Deborah Hartnett, Facebook. We are all out there as well. And also remember to mark us at your, as your favorite because we have awesome shows that inspire and encourage you. Now, you have got to hear this awesome bio from Miss Kim Thor. She is the founder and CEO of Essential Relief Support Services, LLC. Kim, along with her business partners, have a very unique business. She is so talented. Wait till you hear all about it. Kim has been in the medical industry for many, many years. By working in the industry, she noticed a need that everyone from the indigent indigent to the wealthy needed. Kim has also worked with some of the top hospitals in the area, and the love and passion she has for helping people shows in her business. From nursing to registration specialist to insurance specialist, Kim has gained a lot of knowledge from working in all these areas. She will also be attending school once more to obtain a bachelor's in healthcare management. Her company consists of five unique services in one company, which all have been trademarked. That's right, she's a smart woman. Their services consist of health advocacy services, medical records uploading, blood type locator, emergency link, and personal information vault. So I want you to make sure you tune in now. Call them. Three four seven eight three eight nine two seven eight. And after we take this short break, we will hear from none other than our special guest today, entrepreneur Miss Kim Thrower. Deborah Hartnett International, helping you design your future. We are business development consultants, your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from establishing your corporation to developing and executing your branding strategy to website design and promotion. We even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www.debrahardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T H E. B-A-T-I-E group.com or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. Well, we are live back this afternoon on Wealthy Sisters for another awesome episode. This is Deborah Hartnett, your host. And again, we're broadcasting live from the beautiful nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Our special guest today is Ms. Kim Thrower, entrepreneur. She is the CEO and the founder of Essential Relief. Support Services, LLC, and it is our pleasure to have her on the line today. We want you to tune in because she's going to share some great information with us today. So, Kim, welcome. We're so happy to have you on the call. Thank you, Deborah. How are you? Oh, we're doing fabulous, fabulous. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm blessed. 
Oh, I know you are. Well, first of all, we want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know anyone that's been doing what you are doing, you have a major, major company that you all are launching, so I know time is truly of the essence. Yes, and thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're so welcome. So tell us, you know, here at Wealthy Sisters, we like to get right into it. This show is is really designed to inspire our audience to update and inform and educate as well. And we always like to know, you know, how or who this person is that we're that we're discussing or we're we're speaking with. Like, what was your background? Because people want to be able to relate and and uh, to to our to our uh, our guests. And so if you wouldn't mind, just share a little bit with where you grew up and how you actually got into the medical field. Mm, Well, I actually grew up in the Maryland area. I got into the medical field, one, because I had a young child. Mm -hmm. So I had to go to school to do something to get, you know, something to where I had to take care of me and my my child. Mm -hmm. Um, At the time before I got married, the gentleman that I'm married to now, he he pushed me to go further and further into it. So I started into the nursing. I unfortunately got sick to where I couldn't do nursing like I wanted to anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I ended up doing the registration. I still wanted to stay in the medical aspect of it. So mm-hmm. I started having more one-on-one with the patient. So we started doing. I started doing the registration aspect of it, and then I went to the insurance portion of it. So I had to work with the top doctors, the doctors that sit on the board of these hospitals, the nurses, the directors, everyone in all these hospitals. So it's been a, a wonderful ride. Wow. So you educational you, ride. Oh, yeah. Well, I can imagine with all of the changes with the, the health care, how timely is this? Um, with what you are doing with your company. Now, as far as all of the things that you've seen uh, with this, tell us what what was your most inspirational, I guess, uh, moment to make, let you know that you are in the right field for you, that this was where you were supposed to be? Hmm. I think for me it was actually dealing one-on-one, face-to-face with the patients and getting to know them. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. people, not patients, or you know, not just a name, they or were a number mm-hmm. exactly. So that's what really I was, you know, just drawn to them for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me. I love helping people. That was the thing that if I can help you one way, shape, or another, I'm going to do that. And that's what did it for me. Was just uh-huh. working with them all day, all night, you know, and I love it. Well, that's good. That's good. So now, from a child, would you say that you've always been someone that that's love helping people? Are you are the you the only child or the oldest? Or no, I'm not the only. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved. Um, I've always loved helping people. That was mm-hmm. the thing. I'm always giving back. Always just being there for someone, whether it's a friend, family, stranger, whatever, or whomever. I'm there. If Mm -hmm. I can help you, I can help you. Mm -hmm. And if I can't, I simply say, you know what, at this time I truly can't do it, but I love helping people. Mm -hmm. For as long as I can remember, I loved helping people. 
That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So you you in in that field, you're helping people. Um, you you doing every aspect of it. You started out with the nursing piece, and then you moved into the admin portion and dealing with uh, all of the hospitals and the and I guess the the managers of the hospitals and and um, the, the the chiefs of staff. How was that? What type of how was that experience? You know, I imagine you had to juggle a lot of different personalities there. <laughs> it was in some some instances it could have been it's a challenge. I tell uh-huh. anybody it's a challenge, but um it's a learning experience. Mm-hmm. I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um you get to see a different side from the nursing side to the admin side. You get to see a different side of, you know, the insurance part, what's being paid to the hospital, how the hospital is getting paid and, you know, and then working with the you know, chiefs that I want this right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so it's is to me it was a challenge, but it was a fun challenge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because well, with that, that's why I'm where I am. Is because I took everything. I, you know, I'm not one that will settle for less. Right. So in doing that, I tried to learn every aspect of everything I've always done. So wow. not only do I learn my position, I learned. You know the managers, the directors. I learned their positions as well. Do you think you did that? Did you do that intentionally, or was that something that came natural? Or, or when you when you got a position or you got a job uh, with within the hospitals or what have you, did you say, okay, I'm going to get in here, I'm going to figure everything out because I know I'm going to have my own business one day? Was that the way you were thinking? No. Honestly, no, because I didn't know that I was going to end up having my own business. Mm-hmm. I started talking about my own business maybe a few years ago, but mm-hmm. going in to learn everything, no, I learned it because that's just me. I I don't want to settle for less because when that next position becomes available, I have the the experience and the skills to apply for the next available position to move myself up. That makes so sense. So that was why I that's why I did it. Not saying that you know, everybody else should do that. I did it because this is, you know, I was looking for the next level up. Mhm, mhm. That that's so important that you know we stress that because I know a lot of times we we tend to think one dimensional, and we might be in a position where we have to start something that we're not really interested in, and we think, oh gosh, I don't I don't want this. This might be beneath me. This might be boring. But a lot of times, if you if you do what you did, you get in there and you figure the whole system out. There's opportunities in it, and you never know where it could lead you. Exactly. That's that's, that's wonderful. So speaking of, you never know where it could lead you. How did you get to the point of starting your business? business what motivated you to start your business <laughs> and I guess let me back up let me back up and just okay. ask you what type of business is this what type of services do you provide at the essential relief support service center actually we are um, a 24-hour support service mm-hmm. that will notify your emergency contacts in case of an emergency and provide critical information to you know to the emergency personnel and we also offer our members the convenience of having access to important documents and information anytime from anywhere, which you had mentioned, which was the um, the emergency upload to upload your information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We And we're also a patient advocate for our members when expert advice and education is needed, and we provide a high standard of professional services. 
while ensuring the highest level of privacy and security. We're big on customer service. Um, that's a must here. Mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. You, you have to give them, you have to treat our, you know, the, your clients the way you want to be treated. Correct, correct. So so with that in mind, that gives us an idea, and I know we can, you know, go in a little bit more detail about it because sure. you are so passionate about it, and I love <laughs> just the advocacy portion of it. And I, I, I know our listening audience wants to learn more about that, especially just for ourselves. I mean, just understanding that language, not yes. to mention if we have um, parents, uh, a lot of us are in that sandwich generation where we've got kids we've got to be responsible for, but our parents who need assistance as well, and I'm sure you can sh- um, shed light on that. But what actually motivate you, motivated you to start your business? Um, I'm going to say maybe a few years back, mm-hmm. working for a facility, you know, it's micromanagement. I'm not, mm-hmm. a, I'm not good with micromanagement. I'm not and what is micromanagement? Because where, some of our listeners might not know that term. Where your manager is like overlooking everything, you know, <laughs> overlooking everything that you do and want to nitpick at everything, and uh-huh. you get to the point where you're so frustrated that you just want to honestly scream, but you can't. <laughs> so you know, I got to the point one day and I said, you know what, I this is I I gotta go, uh-huh. you know. And when you get to the point in any business or any field that you're in and you get to the point where you no longer want to be there anymore. Oh it's time for a change. It it really was. And then you I was I really felt Wait a minute, wait a minute, Kim. Are you saying that's those are pretty strong words now. You saying when you when you get to a point you don't want to be there anymore, it's time for a change, really? Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, I hear a lot of people say, a lot of people say, what about, you know, my 20 years, I put my time in, especially around in the D.C. area with the government. I mean, there's, I mean, yeah. are you really supposed to make a change if you don't like it? You have that I made a, no, I made a change for me, not for uh-huh. anybody else. Kim made okay. a change for Kim. Kim okay. made that change because um, at one point when I did decide to say, okay, you know what, I want uh-huh. to do something else. I didn't know what I wanted to do, uh-huh. but I knew uh-huh. I needed to change, okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So one evening I came home. I decided, okay, I just grabbed my laptop and just started typing stuff. So I called my husband on the phone. He was on the road just working. So I mm-hmm. called him, and I said, you know what? I said, babe, you know, I know what I want to do, but I wouldn't tell him till he came home. <laughs> so when he, he came home. <laughs> No, I was I want never to quit afraid. My job. <laughs> that see, that's the one thing I was never afraid of because he, I have that good support system within my husband. That's great. Okay? That's great. My okay. husband supported me from the beginning to the end and the good thing is he is one of my partners. It's three oh, of us. So I that's have wonderful. you know, a good support system within both my partners. Mm-hmm. So once I decided this is what I wanted to do, I sat down with him and I went with him, you know, explained everything to him, and he was really excited about it. Then our business partner, the funny thing is, he called my husband and was talking to him and, you know, pretty much saying verbatim what I had already said to my husband. Wow. Was he in the same field? No. No, 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 no. He was nowhere near around or anything, and that was the funny part. And I accused my husband. I said, you told him what I said? He was like, no. He (laughs) He said, I really didn't. And from that point on, the marriage had formed. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And we've been on the roller coaster since. 
Wow. When did you start? When, when? How long ago was this? Three years ago. Okay. Three years three, ago. Wow. Yes, ma'am. And, and during that three years, it's been wonderful. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. We, it looks like we have a caller on the line that has a question. I know we're going to get into the juicy details of how okay. uh, you raise that money as well. But let's see if you wouldn't mind taking a call. I think this is out of our New Jersey area. Okay. All right. Hello. Good afternoon. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. State your name and where you're calling from. Hello. Wealthy Sisters. State your name and where you're calling from. They must have dropped off the line. But so so once you got started, um, you, you, you made that commitment to yourself, obviously, that you wanted to make a change. Uh, are you, how long did you still work at your job um, before you actually left? Well, are you still working there? No, 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 no. I actually worked another year and a half. Mm-hmm. And then I came home. I discussed it with my husband and my business partner and um, – decided it was I was going to leave and that's what I did and from that point on I've been you know taking care of the bulk of the administrative part for us Mm -hmm. and then they of course handle the financial portion and the other part the behind the scenes part Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so So now and you all are in the process within the next 60 60 to 90 days you're actually going to have your official launch is it uh uh-huh yes okay Okay, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, I know what really, really impressed me the most was when you we had our conversation, like I said earlier, I guess it was probably about two months ago, and you shared uh, the, the fact that you had been able to, in this climate, that uh, a lot of people have I'm facing it, a lot of people have had challenges, but like I've been saying, the money has not disappeared. <laughs> it is exactly. just transferred hands. That's all. You know, we've heard these words, recession, recession. There are people who are still making money, hence we're still doing this show because uh, it's true. So we want to just take a short break. We'll pay a few little bills right here, and we're going to come right back. And would you mind telling us how you uh, in this this past year have nearly raised close to a million dollars for your business? That's that's outstanding, especially being a startup company. So we will be right (laughs) back after this short commercial break. Thank you for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll-free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. We are back live on Wealthy Sisters. So with our special guest today is Ms. Kim Thor. She's the entrepreneur and CEO and founder of Essential Relief Support Services, LLC. So now, Ms. Kim, you realize, uh, I think we were speaking a couple of days ago, that uh, a lot really goes into starting your business, primarily money. Yeah. <laughs> so that was one of the big things I think you had said you mentioned to your mother. You had no idea that it was going to cost uh, this much to actually start what you were doing. But you know that the the once we learn more about all of the services uh, that that you all are offering, I mean, it would just make sense. So tell us, you got started. 
you had this concept of starting your business. When did you realize you needed some money to get started with your business? Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, immediately. Um, okay. Because of, like you said, because of the type of services that we offer. Mm-hmm. And we're dealing with a database. Mm-hmm. So you have, we had to have a database built for us because okay. there are no templates out there for what we are doing. Okay, okay. So, so we had to have that built from the ground up. Okay, okay. So the database that you have that you realize, okay, now when it's time to do this, it's costing uh, server money all, to actually acquire the information, the data, and all of that. They wanted money. So how did you how did you get you know what 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 where did you did you use a 401k what i mean what where did you start getting your funding from and did you go to the banks we actually did not even consider going to the banks mm-hmm. why not we actually because you know we didn't have that the credit for the business part of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we are a startup, a startup and with startups you don't have that that business you know the credit for your mm-hmm. business Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we looked at other options. We went through, you know, let's try for the grant. But, you know, with grant, is time. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm not a grant writer, so you have to make sure everything on this grant is spelled out. And the biggest thing, even whether it's a grant, a business loan from the bank, or even um, receiving financial backing from investors, you have mm-hmm. to have a business plan. Mhm, mhm. So in doing that business plan, oh my gosh, <laughs> the business plan was a learning experience. Mhm, mhm. Okay. What did you learn from it? I mean, a lot of people take that plan for granted. I tell you, once you do write it, my goodness, you feel like you've written a dissertation or something. Exactly. What did you learn from it? <laughs> well, I learned for me personally, and I can't speak on behalf of my partners or anyone mm-hmm. else out there, but mm-hmm. for me personally, I learned more about myself. I learned mm-hmm. more about um I had to learn more about a business aspect now. Mm-hmm. Because remember I was always working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. I had to put my thoughts out there on the paper on what my vision was going to be and then for us as a group what our vision was going to be. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So in doing that, oh my gosh, that was like it gets kind of hard because you see it, but it, it was hard for me to actually put down my vision into words. Into words, into the language yeah. that that people that, that they want. needed. Right, right, right. Yeah. What what were some of those those hard transitions there? That 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 you just like a quick example. Hmm. Well, understand that with an investor, or mm-hmm. you're trying to get money from anywhere, you mm-hmm. have to make this business plan um, pretty much a no brainer. Okay. Okay. And they want to they want to know where the money is going to be used. How is it going to be used? Okay. So we had to write down the money, you know, break these numbers down. Every okay. penny, every brown every. penny had to be broken down. But of course, with us, we use the worst case scenario with numbers, okay. which is pretty good thing. They lo- they love to see that because um, no one's ever going to be on point with their numbers, especially okay. with a startup company. You're never going to be on point. 
Okay, okay. So, so you were very generous or very uh, conservative is the word that I'm exactly. using with your numbers. Okay, because yeah. I've heard that a lot of times um, I've heard where sometimes people uh, do their business plan and they put more value in their company, even though we know it's valuable to ourselves, but yes. they put more value in it. And it's almost like an arrogant uh, undertone to it. And I've heard that sometimes investors don't really um, cater to that as well. So, so you put you put it sound like you put it in simple language. Uh, you're saying just bottom line language. You put the numbers down to the penny. Uh, how many ink pens you were buying? What kind of space you were going to need? All of that detail. Is that exactly. what you said? Okay. Right, because now, you have to know the more the effect of your business plan is, the easier uh-huh. it will be to get the funding. So okay. if your business plan is no, you know, like I said, a no-brainer, then people are more likely to invest in, you know, even in a bad economy. Okay, okay. So you're saying, you're saying today, one of the biggest things that a person would need to do if they're looking for an investor is to make sure that their business plan is tight. Make sure it's right. Oh yes, 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 yes. You have okay. to. Okay. So how okay? So how did you find the investors? Did you uh, go out on the street knocking on doors? You put a sign up. What did you do? We actually um, created a PowerPoint. Okay? okay. Okay. And in this PowerPoint, it was a brief synopsis of our figures. Okay. For the company. Okay. And of course, we did you know show what the company was about. We broke it down to everybody so everybody else can understand it. Not that just that we understood it, but we wanted so at the end nobody had any questions. So we at this point decided, okay, let's show this to family and friends. So we did group meetings. Okay. Okay. So and you started out with PowerPoint. family and friends. Okay. Yes. And from that point on, you know, we we have an investor slide in our PowerPoint. Okay. So at this point, you know, we showed the presentation. And then at the end, we always say, oh, well, if anyone is interested in investing, then you can stay behind and, you know, view what we have. And nine times out of ten, maybe two or three people would stay behind. Wow, that's a great idea. They stay behind. They always stay behind. Okay. So you had, okay, you had, I'm coming from from my background and doing presentations all the time. You had, we call them in-home presentations. You had private business receptions. So those who in the network marketing world, you understand that language. You you had PBRs. You had an in-home presentation with the PowerPoint or maybe at an office or whatever. And you invited all people, your family, your friends. That's, That's what you all did initially. Yes, and then and you not you'll always get someone say, you know what? I know someone who will be interested in seeing this. They'll uh-huh. give you their number, and then we contact them, and sure enough, they were very interested in investing. Okay. So okay. We made an you know a certain amount of where this you know the start out amount will be for investing. Okay. And then okay. it went from there. So everybody that want really wanted to invest. And initially, we split it up so it would be a lot easier for people to invest a lot quicker. So it it actually, doing the presentation to me was a lot easier, which I'm not the one who really does the presentation. So Right, right. But <laughs> That's okay. And then doing the presentations and hosting them at family, friends, or, you know, anyone's home, it actually worked out for us. 
that is such I mean that is such a simple a simple and great idea. I don't know. So so let me ask you this, and I know our, our phones are, are, are jammed here and we've got people okay. that, that have questions as well. What? Okay, as far as securing your idea and protecting your idea, because that's a lot of times we, we're concerned with we don't want to tell too many people about it because they can, they can see what we're doing and try to get a jump start on us. How did you all protect yourselves from that, you know, exposing it to people like that that they sign a disclosure statement yes. or, um, okay okay yes ma'am we actually had um a non-disclosure form that everyone had to sign uh-huh um even the potential investors before we even presented anything to them they signed one mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and our attorney we actually hired an attorney before now let me say this deborah in the okay. beginning from this company we envisioned this from the beginning that i always said i wanted a fortune 500 company Okay. All right. All right. So All right. in the beginning, myself What's and my the word? partners. Go ahead. Say it. In you know, beginning. we we treated this from a Fortune 500 company uh-huh. from the very beginning. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. we all have the same vision for this. So in doing so, mind you, um, my my partners and myself, it was phenomenal from the beginning. Getting this funding I tell anybody, you have to make sure that whomever you speak in front of, have your your PowerPoint, your business plan, everything in order. Have it Mm -hmm. straight because Mm -hmm. you don't want to go in there and not know your business. You have to know your business as the owner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. to understand. You have to do your research because the investors will also be interviewing you. Because mm-hmm. they want to know where their money is going, so you have to explain to them, okay, this is where your money's going. So when you did, when you do that, what we did, I'm not gonna say this is what everyone should do. When we did the PowerPoint, it made it so much easier for the potential investors mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they have that visual there, so they can see it. Mm-hmm. 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 And so you told me when we spoke, you know, this took you probably about a year, of course, a year and a half. This is this past year you just started doing these. And and started raising the money was it's around that time frame. Yes, ma'am. Oh wow, yes. wow. We were because gonna go we to wanted a- to make sure we had to we had to make sure that before we presented anything to anyone, uh-huh. we were comfortable with it. Okay, okay. So you're saying it took it took you a year of planning. You're saying before you started presenting, but then how long did it take you to raise the money? It- oh wow. <laughs> Actually, that didn't take long at all because originally, before we even did the PowerPoint, uh-huh. we had um, wrote like on a, a board of what our projected plan was, and I prayed to God. I said, God, you know what? I just need money to open up these doors. One of our investors, who is a very good friend, had invested, and she wrote a check out. And um, at this point, like I said, we didn't even have the PowerPoint. We didn't have anything there but it was to help us get started. Uh-huh. And from that point on, we went, we were just on a roll. And when we started presenting, everybody just wanted to invest. Even people who couldn't invest wanted to invest. Wow, that's awesome. We're going to go to a caller uh, here. This is a 786 number. Hello, welcome to Wealthy Sisters. State your name and where you're calling from. Uh, good afternoon. This is Tabitha, and I'm in Miami, Florida. How are you today, Tabitha? Say hi to our guest, Ms. Kim Thrower. 
I am good, and um, I just want to say thank you for being here on on the Wealthy Sisters show, Kim, first and foremost. Um, and I thank God for you for giving the information that you have today. Um, you've confirmed some things for me, and that's an awesome thing, you know, when you can do something without even knowing you're doing it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so I have basically... Um, I guess two questions for you, and they're really brief questions. Um, I hear a lot of people say uh, exactly what you're explaining to us today. Um, you need to have a business plan. And um, that's a given now that everyone knows you need one. But what's not a given is how do you create a business plan or where do you go to find out how to do it? Because there's so much information on the web. You know, people are so quick to just tell you, oh, just get on the web and look it up and you'll find. Mm-hmm. That is not the best way to figure out how to create a business plan. I've been on the web. I've done the search. And there's so many different things out there so you don't know where you're going or what you're right. really doing. And then my second question for you really quickly is um, I love the fact that when uh, she asked you about the uh, protecting of your idea, because that's one thing that was really important to me, um, how did you go about doing the non-disclosure form, or what was that process so that people like me who are trying to get this started, how do we'll know what to do, so to speak? Okay, very, very good question, and I, yeah. and I, I can take that first one. You want to take that second one, Kim? About the disclosure and yeah, and it doesn't matter, Deborah. You, you know, I can take the second one. Go for it. <laughs> but, but, but not, well, well, I tell you that 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 is uh, that is why we have created the Professional Black Woman Association is that that we can filter through that information. And Kim is actually one of our members as well. That you you know you have access to people like this with the association. Uh, we have uh, uh, templates and information on business plans and and things there that are right there at your fingertips that can help you. That's that's really why we created the association. So you can you can we'll talk more about it later in the show, but you can always visit www the pb com. You can also call our offices at 800-917-9435, extension 804. That's 917-800-917-9435, extension 804, and we can help you uh, with that. We have memberships as low as $19 a month. Uh, that can actually provide that information for you. But Kim, go ahead and elaborate on on that that piece as well, and what what you wanted to share on that. Well, with myself, with the business plan, with what we did, mm-hmm. I actually did go out on Google, and yes, mm-hmm. it, there are so many sites out there. Mm-hmm. But I took bits and pieces from each site that I went to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's how we pretty much created our PowerPoint, our mm-hmm. our um, business plan, per se, because we was taking bits and pieces from everyone, mm-hmm. from every mm-hmm. from every link that was out there. Mm-hmm. Um, then once we came up with that, before we even started to show what we have, we came up with the nondisclosure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you got that from past- your attorney, right, you said. Well, <laughs> yes, we started to write it and we gave it to him. And so he did his part, doctored it up, make sure that it was all legal because I mm-hmm. didn't want to just get into anything. 
Mm-hmm. Any document that we create our, or we need, we definitely make sure our attorney reviews it before we even let anybody review anything or view anything. Mm-hmm. So that's the critical point. You have to have an attorney, um, you know, behind you that can make sure all your everything is in order for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. did the non-disclosure. So before we even show a presentation, we need your signature. Mm-hmm. on this and state and then we also you know if they ask well we give them copies you know of their what they signed because i always want people to have a copy of what they signed mm-hmm. and um, that's pretty much what we did and when we got to our services i went through the patent and trademark office and started to process through them mm-hmm. and went from there well, you and, know oh i'm sorry go ahead no go ahead i'm sorry Mm-mm-mm-mm. no you go the trademarking of your services, um, it can be tedious, but you have to have patience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's your company. No one else is going to have the patience to do anything for your company but you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I mean, it, you're, you're, you're so right. It is your company. It's your baby. You've got to have the patience. And I, and I love what you said in the beginning, too, Kim, that you all, from the beginning, you saw this as a Fortune 500 company. You didn't see it as uh, just something on the side I'm doing or my little business. Oh, oh, oh. It, it's always been a, a major corporation to you, so you, you, you are going to make sure you treat it like such. I love yeah. that. And, that's, and everything starts with the thought. We know that. It's how you see it, how you visualize it, and, you know, the exact things that we have today in life, the, what, we, what we can touch, those tangibles are a result of how and what we thought two, three years ago. So that's important. I'm so glad that you mentioned that as well. Also, um, I love the fact that you talk about time. Uh, I, I realize a lot of times as entrepreneurs when we get started, we may especially may have been very, very successful in our careers if we worked in corporate America, and we forget that we took time to build to that level. But when we start our business, we want to just start right there without having to uh, pay our dues or get in the trenches and take the tedious time that it took for you to go and search on the web and, and all those. What what kind of suggestions do you have about the time that's involved in building your own business? Wow. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say a mouthful there about time? <laughs> time is... Um... It's re- it's really hard right now because sometimes when dealing with that part, mm-hmm. especially if you already work a full time job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're trying to do this, um, you're really going to be working around the clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that to me, you're really working around the clock because you're putting so much into this. Time for me was. A lot of sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. Time for, and, you know, I kept putting a time on, okay, I want to go live here. I want to go live there. But mm-hmm. it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't up to me to say mm-hmm. when I was ready for it to go live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I mm-hmm. pray, you know, I pray to God. I'm like, okay, give me a sign. Tell me when are we going to go live. Mm-hmm. So and mm-hmm. I And I always learned that you can't put a time on anything because, Everything will happen in time. It just won't happen in your time. It will happen in his time. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're at this point now. Oh, my gosh, it's been three years. Mm-hmm. We've worked. We've put so much into it, and a lot of people don't understand. If this is something you want to do, understand mm-hmm. the time, 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 and patience. You have to have it because it's not going to be a smooth ride. It's going to always be that bump there. You have to get over it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. bump there will, you know, hold you up a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but you have mm-hmm. to just don't get frustrated. Just put that time, you know, just understand that you may have a time set in your head or when you want it to go. Mm-hmm. But understand, again, it's always going to be something there that's going to stop you. But don't let it stop you. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Mhm, mhm, keep it moving and and I guess when you feel and you know it 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 definitely shows through your commitment and your passion uh you already see the end that's what it sounds yeah. like you already yeah. see the end so so mm-hmm. you have to so you're saying you have to see the end before you can actually get started in it yes, ma'am, because you have because to see the beginning as well too because in okay. the beginning. Okay. The beginning, like I said, we saw it from the very beginning as a Fortune 500 company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we're treating it as a Fortune 500 company. We wanted the best attorneys we could get, um, you know, everything, because our attorney, we wanted to make sure that he was there for us and not for the money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that he understood what we wanted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So okay. we've had investors, actually, Deborah, that wanted to invest a million right off the top, but their integrity wasn't there. Okay, I got So you. we have turned down investors, you know, um, because the honesty, the integrity, we are big on that. Okay, so so you, it's important that you link up, not just because of the financial piece, but that you all have a same uh, mindset, that you're all on one accord with that as well. Yes, ma'am. And so that, that's, that's – go ahead. That's the thing that we – really push ourselves to make sure because if I don't get a vibe or, you know, if I get like this funny feeling about you, I'm just, I can't deal with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, whether it's personal or business, when it comes to business, mm-hmm. I review everything. We sit down, we discuss it before we make any major decision. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And when it's time to do these investor meetings or sit down with investors all together, if you don't have that, you have to have some type of rapport or some type of good feeling with your with your potential investor. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Because you don't want anybody who comes in and says, "Okay, I want to invest in your company, but I want fifty percent of your company for you know a lifetime." Well, you know that part is not never going to happen. That's not going down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you have to lay your ground rules of what you want. And I guess that's really where that patience comes in, too, because if we're desperate and if we, we, we're impatient, we can get linked up with the wrong ones. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, patience is, like they always say, patience is a virtue. That's right. <laughs> and it that is. it is. <laughs> I know our chat room, we have one of our listeners, Ms. Cheryl Wood, wanted to know, how long was it before you got fed up and just said, I'm gone from your job? Did you say it was about a year or so? How long? It was about a work? year and a half. About, uh-huh. I'm going to say about a year and a half, honestly. Um, I, one day I just went to work and gave them my two-week notice. 
<laughs> did you walk in there with that intent, or you? Just no, did? I honestly didn't. I honestly did not walk <laughs> in there happened? with that intent. Tell us what happened that day. What happened? It was around the holiday season, and <laughs> like I Christmas just went in. time, that time of the year. Yes, it okay. was. You lived around Christmas? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> That's when and everybody gets part-time jobs. You walking away from a full-time job? You really must want this business. <laughs> I, you, I do. And my husband with the two with my two partners, uh-huh. you know, I discussed it with them, and I have been discussing it, and I just went to work that Tuesday. It was on a Tuesday, and I and unfortunately, when I had typed up my letter, I typed up the letter. Mm-hmm. The manager wasn't there. She called okay. out. So I said, "Okay, I'll wait," because this was this, the week that everybody was calling in, and you know. It, we short staff. Okay. So the following week, I finally gave it to her. Okay. Then our boss boss was off. So in order for we, I had to wait for a signature. So finally, January 16th, that was my last day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually had no intentions of going in to give a two-week notice at the time that I did it. I don't know what came over me, why it came over me, but it happened. I think what really I'm going to be honest, what really got to me, what made me really say it's time for me to go is when um, where I'm bring, helping bring in the funds for our mm-hmm. department. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that point and you're, you're staying, the department is staying under budget, everybody's doing what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and then those bonus checks come out. Uh-oh. And then you don't get anything, not even a pat on the back, a card, Uh-oh. or you know that you were appreciated. And but you know, again, I still went to work. Uh huh. I came home and I was frustrated. I was really frustrated about it. Uh-huh. But I can't let my frustration show at work. Right. Keep the cane so, Exactly. So I continued to go. I continued to do what I needed to do. But that but day you front. went in there, something just hit you. I mean, just yes. came from nowhere. I don't know you what it said, was. Let me start typing my resignation. <laughs> and I did that. And uh-huh. I literally, and I still have a copy to this day of my resignation letter. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Um, I don't know why I did it. I don't know where it came from, but it just <laughs> came. <laughs> I had no intentions in going to work that day and say, you know what, today's the day. Uh huh. It, but it was something that you knew it was that day, though. It was. It was it a calmness? Were you nervous? Oh, I was really calm. No, I, I'm n- never nervous mm-hmm. about stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I was just calm. Mm-hmm. Just laid back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I think what really, when I did type it, and mm-hmm. and I literally sat there and I'm reading it. I'm reading it. And I'm like, wow, I did this. <laughs> Uh-huh. And afterwards I called my mom and I called my husband. And I said, "Okay, I gave, you know, I finished my letter and I'm giving it uh-huh. to him today." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they both they okay, cuz you know, I have a that's the one thing I can honestly say, if you have that good support team behind you, mhm. Then you can do a lot. I have right. with my partners and of course my mom with them. I have a very good support system. 
Wonderful, wonderful. And that's important to find that support system. Sometimes, you know, family doesn't always give you that support, and I know there are people in that situation. I know, you know, how that goes, but you can find, the point is you need to find a support system. There are people out there that uh, are like minds. That's what I love about the Internet, you know, of so many people like yourself and so many other people would never have had the privilege or the opportunity to have met uh, if, you know, it, we did not have these social media platforms today because like-minded people find like-minded people. So you got all the people that are thinking, like let's say on Facebook, that are thinking like you, you're going to find them. You know, I, I, I forget so much when I speak to people that talk about Facebook, they talk about just the aspect of, um, you know, the social side, like someone, someone my, maybe my niece or nephew might use it. I don't even think about that. I don't even see that. Because mine is, is you know, my mindset is centered around the business part, so you, you're going to attract that. That's that's wonderful. Well, we're going to take a short break, come back, and uh, about uh, your company, and then uh, we will be able to learn what's new for you, what's going on, and uh, what other plans you all have for the future as well. Stay okay. tuned. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Well, this is Deborah Hartnett, back on Wealthy Sisters, and this is an exciting show today. We have none other than entrepreneur Ms. Kim Boer. She is the CEO and founder of Essential Relief Support Services, LLC, and she's been sharing with us some dynamic information on how to continue to build that business, the importance of having a solid business plan, and how to raise that money from those investors. If you've just tuned in to our show, please feel free. Know that you can always go back to our website. That's www.wealthysistas.com and check out the beginning of the episode and, and a lot of our other great shows as well. We also want to remind you that today is the last day for those Special, special rates for the Winter Summit Conference and Expo 2011. We have both days. We're offering this only, only now. This will be the last time it's offered, so please, please don't call and say, can I get a ticket for 119 119 for both days, you guys. you got to understand, I want you to go to the Internet. I want you to Google conferences. I want you to search. I can name several right now that start at $300. This is a steal for what we offer. We have two full days. This past year we had a day and a half. For well, this one, we have two full days. So you can get your tickets for only $119, $119 for both days. And we've also added a special millionaire luncheon. Wait till you see the women that we have in there, documented, dynamic millionaire business owners, sisters who are doing their things in an intimate, uh, exclusive luncheon. Everybody will not be able to get in this luncheon. Uh, the tickets are regular $99. We have them on sale only for the day. We're lasting till today, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, just for $49. So you go to www.thewinnerssummit.com. That's winners, like running a race, www.winnerssummit.com, and get your ticket today. Don't wait. 
plan ahead. I mean, I know, y'all, if it was Maxwell, it wouldn't be a question about it. If Maxwell, they told you Maxwell is coming to Dallas, Texas on March 18th, 19th, 2011, and today is May 17th. You buy those tickets right now for 119 so don't hesitate. Invest in yourself. Listen to what our guest said today. This is your baby. This is your business, and I tell you, this event, I'm telling you, you attend, you can, you can, I mean, I'd even ask Ms. Thrower what her experience was. What what did you get out of the event, Kim, and, and, and for what you're doing? What what did you get from the event? Wow, it was phenomenal. Um, there were so many wonderful speakers. Uh-huh. And, I, you know, Dr. Joy uh-huh. was, <laughs> I tell anyone, you have to see her. You have she to go has out a ball of energy. <laughs> yes, the uh-huh. way she goes, she moves across that stage. Uh-huh. She just the the energy that she gives off to you, you feel it. Uh huh. Uh huh. And she gives so much insight. Uh huh. And she's real. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's the thing that I really like about her. She's real. Oh yeah. And what else did you get from from? I know you told me you bought all kinds of books and what yes, other tips did. did you get from the, the conference as well? Um. Like you said, I did. I purchased all the books that was there. Uh-huh. I actually got to meet all of the speakers. Uh-huh. So in learning, and when you speak to them, you learn a lot more about them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So in learning about them, it kind of related to where I am. Right, right, right. So I know that, you, you raved to Dr. Fr- Miss Catherine Freeland, <laughs> who, yes. who sold her business for $30 million. You related to how she felt leaving her job. Yes. Uh-huh. And, she was, she's great. But yeah. it's something about I tell anyone if you're going to make it to this summit, and I hope that Dr. Joy comes out to this one, uh-huh. you have to see her. Because <laughs> she well, gives off, she tells you what she, what she experienced, what she went through, uh-huh. not what you should do. Uh huh. Uh huh. And that's awesome. what I like about her. She never told you what you should do. She right. only tells you what she went through to get to where she's at. Right, right. Well, I know you've already gotten your tickets. You're a special charter member for the association, got your two tickets and all of that. So we want to remind everyone, go to the website right now, www.thewinnersummit.com. Get those tickets. And, gentlemen, you are invited. We had men register uh, this past year as well. Uh, we've, we, I'm telling you, this. I'm so excited. I, can't, I, I got some new speakers as well. We've uh, added Madam C. C.J. Walker's great-great-granddaughter, Aurelia Bundles. Aurelia Bundles will be speaking. We just had her on our show a couple of weeks ago as well. And, and I tell you what, in about 60 days, I can announce someone else I just added in the entertainment. Oh, my goodness. You just wait and see. So you want to get those tickets? Trust me, you don't want to wait. Do that now. Also, we want to just let everybody know, as we mentioned earlier to our caller from Miami, we have a Professional Black Woman Association. Yes, we are on a mission to enhance the lives of the professional black businesswoman. Uh, their studies show the numbers are there. Uh, from 2006 to 2009, out of five businesses started, for every five businesses, three were started by African-American women. And one of the things 
we know, even though we those are phenomenal numbers, we oftentimes have a higher failure rate. Now, yes, I've had someone to tell me, well, a lot of people fail in business when they get started. Well, yes, okay, but my concern are not a lot of people. My concern are professional black business women right now. And uh, I don't mean to say it like that, but that's where I should say this. My heart is is there. And so... We want to make sure that you get all the information that you prepare and equip with your business and that you can grow. That's why we have the Professional Black Women's Association. You can visit us there at www.thepbwa.com. So, Ms. Troy, it has been a privilege and a pleasure having you on our show today. When is your, your uh, business launching, and how can they learn more information about your contact number so they can, they can learn more? They can actually, I was just going to tell you, they can About 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yes. Give me a call. Um, actually, let me give you my email. Okay. www. Uh-huh. Your email or your website? Your email? Well, they can go to the website. It's going to tell them it's under construction right now. Okay. Okay. Um, but they can email me and I can give them, let you know. Okay. Let Quickly, know what's your online. email address? It's thrower at ersonline.com. Okay, and that's Kim dot thrower, e r s s online dot com. And yes. are you on Facebook as well? They can find you under Kim Thrower as well. Yes, ma'am. Yes. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you for tuning in to another show of Wealthy Sisters. Tune in next week. We have an awesome guest for you, and we want to thank each and every one for tuning in once again. Have a great day. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com, where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardhead, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time.